You're listening to an End of the Age replay. Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy you've joined us. We're going to take your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. The question we're posing today is, is the Great Reset a conspiracy theory? Many people have, have many theories, and there are things that have been talked about that are not true. But there are things that have been quoted from people like Klaus Schwab and other world leaders and simply reported on. And then it comes out that um, that was a conspiracy theory. And that's being stated by these same world leaders that made the quotes in some cases. And so uh, there was an article that came out. Doug, I think you said it was on the Jewish Voice. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, The the article was about uh, the World Economic Forum uh, belittling conspiracy theories that anti-globalists have put out. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of a, like I said, the Jewish Voice posted that. And interestingly enough, it's gone today. Yeah. Now, this same article is posted elsewhere on the on the Internet, but um, for some reason it's disappeared from the Jewish Voice. And it's always interesting to me when something with the uh, title has conspiracy theories in it gets removed the next day. That's always interesting. I wonder why. Yeah, it's it's very strange, but you know, it's. I'll tell you what else is strange about the situation is, you know, yesterday we did a a program on the uh, one world religion that's yes. coming, and we talked about uh, the the tree of life that they planted in the middle of a garden, and this uh, tree of peace statue that they have. A lot of people contacted me this morning and said that they couldn't find that information on the Internet anywhere, which is very strange. But one of the things that we uncovered yesterday in yesterday's program is that a lot of these same people that are connected to world government are connected to that world religious system. And so it's interesting whenever they start throwing out things like that's a conspiracy theory when – there's proof behind what we're saying. So even as they try to debunk things, when they can't debunk things, one of their favorite things to do is to remove it so that you can't go back and find it. Uh, so it's it's very interesting what happened with this article, in, in my opinion anyway. Uh, but it's, you know, I mean, this is something that we uh, understand that the World Economic Forum, we've uncovered a lot of things that they've done. Some of it Sometimes we joke about, sometimes we can't believe it because it's jaw-dropping information like transhumanism and things like that. Uh, But this particular quote, we actually did a story about it uh, a few months ago, and we uncovered it when the actual video was released. Remember, this video was found from 2017 of Klaus Schwab and he was being interviewed at a college campus here in the United States. And he actually made some comments there about what their plans were. And we've begun to see those plans unfold. So it's hard to say, oh, that's conspiracy theory. Because way back when he made these uh, announcements and, and bragged about this stuff, uh, that was uncovered and, and reissued in, those, uh, in his own words. He says a lot of things, so... Very interesting uh, what this article unfolds in front of us. So That was deep. I know, wasn't it? In his own words, he says a lot of things. He yes. does say a lot of things. That's true. I don't want to give it away because I, I want everybody to hang on until Breaking we news. get into it. Breaking um, news. Klaus Schwab says a lot of things. In his own words. In his um, own words. Now, you skipped over something there that I don't think we should skip over, Doug. You said that a lot of people 
in this world government, the new world order, or the great reset, whatever you mm-hmm. want to talk, uh, call it, you said a lot of them are also involved in what we talked about yesterday, which is the world religion. Mm-hmm. So the world government folks are also involved in the world religion um, agenda. Right, which... That doesn't seem like we should just skip over that. We should talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that uh, surprises us because we know of Revelation 13 that we see the one world government and then we see that the uh, Antichrist has a partner who is the false prophet. So we know that there's two beasts that are involved there, not just the Antichrist but the false prophet. But a lot of the people that fund the world government, a lot of people that sit on the board with the uh, World Economic Forum, those people also fund these world religious uh, programs. And so yesterday we found out the Rockefellers are part of it. Uh, George Soros is one of the main funders. Hey, you didn't warn people to get their aluminum foil hat out for that. No, I'm sorry. I forgot (laughs) to give that warning before we went there today. Uh, But, you know, I mean, the, the thing about it is, Vince... In uh, all seriousness, these people are interconnected. It's like this thing has many uh, tentacles Mm -hmm. that reach into many different places throughout the world, and their money seems to be uh, limitless. Uh, And so if you remember, and we'll talk about it in this article if we get down that far today, and because this is a huge article, and we apologize that it's such a big article, but there's a lot of information, a lot of video we're going to show you today. But... Remember when Prince Charles made the address to uh, the World Economic Forum and talked about needing a military-type effort to uh, push the, uh, the Great Reset and the, uh, the Green Agenda that they were talking about. And then he said that uh, he would have trillions of dollars at his disposal. And everybody was up in arms saying, well, who's he talking about? He would. Is he talking about a leader we don't know about yet that may rise out of this? So it started a lot more conspiracy. But it's like their own words, like I said a while ago, in Klaus's own words, that's what's caused the conspiracy because they say things and then they try to backtrack and say they didn't mean it like that or they didn't say it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've even seen the Pope make statements and then they would, um, what I call like crawdad, you know, walk backwards and, and try to... Uh, deny that they meant that, meant what they said. So interesting that these people are all intertwined, but not so much since we know what the Bible says. Well, there's been cases where, um, you know, a pastor might get up and promote some nonprofit or whatever for for the congregation to give to and then come to find out the pastor's getting money under the table or whatever. And so, you know, there's been great distrust for things like that but here we see on a global scale where you have world leaders donating to these religion, uh, these religious institutions, almost controlling what the messaging is, or else, you know, our two billion dollar donation is not going to come through, or whatever the numbers are. Right. Um, and so we can see this so clearly if you start looking at it. But I suppose what happens is people aren't really looking at it that closely, and it just goes unnoticed and we just say well the pope said it so yeah that's what's going to happen you know we seem to be living in a time right now too vince where people say that doesn't really affect me and because i'm not affected by it i don't really care about it Mm -hmm. i've got my own things going on over here and i'm more interested in this than i am that 
And so I think even Christians, uh, you know, get caught up in that sometimes. Well, this is particularly interesting to us because the Bible prophesied that this very thing would happen, and that's what we're seeing happen. So the question is, is the Great Reset a conspiracy theory? We'll talk more about it today. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 endtime. That's 800-363-463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME. Or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. You're listening to an End of the Age replay. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Is the Great Reset a conspiracy theory? Um, there's been a, a World Economic Forum official accused a Canadian politician of spreading disinformation because um, actually the founder of WEF, Klaus Schwab, uh, boasted that the globalist organization had penetrated the nation's cabinet there in Canada. And so he's simply sharing his quote and gets accused of sharing disinformation. So uh, that's the question we're posing today, and it's particularly interesting because a lot of what we see Um, happening on a global scale as far as religion is concerned Um, and a lot of what we see happening on a global scale as far as government is concerned are both prophesied in the Bible and what the Bible has to say about them was that these things would begin to culminate and here's the most interesting part I think there might be some more interesting Doug correct me if I'm wrong but to me I can say that and get away with anything now to me My truth is, no, to me, the most interesting part is that the Bible says that these things will culminate, these things will begin happening and begin taking shape just before the second coming of Jesus Christ. And so we look at the current events that are happening and we look at what the Bible has to say will happen just before the second coming of Jesus and we can say, 
oh my word, this is happening right before our very eyes. I better not put my head in the sand. I better be paying attention to what's going on. And I need to be telling people about it because Jesus is coming soon. And I sure don't want anybody I know or love or am acquainted with to catch it by surprise. And so um, we want to make sure that we're telling people what's happening in the world, how it relates to Bible prophecy. And in response to that, the most important thing you can do is to be born again. You can learn more about being born again at endtime.com slash reborn. Um, we encourage everyone to prepare spiritually by taking that step first and uh, getting connected to a local church in your area and being part of a, a body of believers. But go to endtime.com slash reborn to learn more about what that means. All right, Doug, also I think we should tell everybody that um, um, that commercial was on about Dave uh, doing an event in uh, your area and He's actually getting ready to go on tour, and so we'll be taking a busload of folks over to Israel and traveling for almost two weeks, and we will be doing a baptism. So uh, while he may not be coming to Alabama or Chicago or wherever here in the United States, um, he is coming to Israel. So if you're watching from Israel, um, try to figure out where we are. Email in, give us a call. We'll uh, make it where you can go to one of the sites and meet our group there. And if you want to participate in the baptism, we'd be happy to incorporate you into that special time that we have there in Israel. All right, Doug, let's get into this before we run out of time. Okay, one of the things that I want to mention before we jump into the article, what I was talking about a little bit before is about the tentacles reaching in all these different areas. It's very important that we understand who gives this world government and even the world religion, its power, its seat, and great authority. The Bible lets us know that it's the dragon, it's Satan himself, that will give the power and the great authority. We're beginning to see that more and more. We talk a whole lot about being in a spiritual battle and uh, how each of us need to have uh, the armor of God on in order to uh, you know, function in these times because our battles are spiritual battles. And so it's very important that we do that because the Bible says that uh, they say who is like the beast and who is able to make war with him. We know that there's coming a time when this world government is set up when these people who are in power, what we call the global elites, that those people will be able uh, to um, be part of this world government and that the Antichrist will actually make war against the saints. The Bible tells us that in the chapter uh, 7 of Daniel and in the 13th chapter of Revelation, that there will be a war against God's people coming eventually. And the reason why is because they're making those dividing lines right now, Vince. That's what I want everybody to understand why I bring that up. Because right now they're beginning to make you out to be uh, a terrorist uh, if you don't line up with the things that they want you to line up with. And this anti-globalist, they're saying if you don't believe in globalism, you're an anti-globalist and you're a conspiracy theorist. So if if you don't agree with one world government, which if you're a Christian, you shouldn't line up with one world government because it's the devil's government. It's going to be run by the Antichrist and and the devil gives it its power its seat and great authority. So you don't want to be involved in that if you're a Christian, and that's why we bring this type of information to you. So having said that, let's jump into this article uh, and and start uncovering a little bit of this. Well, and people need to share this video because this is not information that's typical on any programming, really. And so share the video, hit the heart icon, comment, 
uh, get engaged in the in the chat so you can help get this word out. The article talks about um, this senior World Economic Forum official accusing the Canadian politician of spreading dif- disinformation like I shared previously. Andrew Monk, WEF's managing director, said in an interview with CBC Radio that politicians espousing such theories have bigger issues they should be thinking about. Canada should be take, talking about a lot of things right now. It shouldn't really be taking a, talking about the World Economic Forum based here in Geneva. In a comment and question session in the House of Commons in February, Conservative Member of Parliament Colin Carey asked why Schwab boasted that WEF has trained Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and more than half of his cabinet, noting that raised concerns about outside interference in our democracy. That sounds like a great question to me, Doug. Yeah. Speaking via a video link, Kerry asked the House Speaker if, in the interest of transparency, he would please name which cabinet members are on board with the WEF's agenda. The Speaker interrupted as Kerry finished his question, calling for order, claiming the audio and video feeds were really, really bad. But video the exchange posted on Twitter indicates otherwise, and another member who was present in the House of Commons must have heard the question. Let me stop you right there. All right. Because here's the thing. We have a video clip of this where we can let people hear it for themselves. Okay. And it'll explain what you just read. So obviously the gentleman hears it enough to call attention to it. We got the video ready right now? Yeah, let's look at that video. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. And I listened to my colleague's speech. I had a constituent that wanted me to ask a question about outside interference to our democracy. Klaus Schwab is the head of the World Economic Forum, and he bragged how his subversive WEF World Economic Forum has quoted infiltrated governments around the world. He said that his organization had penetrated more than half of Canada's cabinet. I was wondering, in the interest of transparency, could the member please name which cabinet ministers are on board with the WEF's agenda? My concern is the deputy. Uh, order, order, order. I, I know he was. I know the, uh, the member was in a, a really good, good question there, but the, the the audio is really, really bad, and the video is really, really bad as well. Um, and I and I and I apologize. I don't know if if the member. Okay, uh, let's let's uh, let's try again. The honorable the, the, the honorable member for Timmins James Bay. Mr. Speaker, that member was promoting. Open disinformation. That's not debate. We have to call out disinformation. Uh, we'll get into debate again. <laughs> so, very interesting because this is their tactic. Uh, if you don't line up with what's going on, or if you get in trouble and and uh, you you know that somebody's saying something that's true and you need to stop it so that people don't hear it, you automatically begin to call it disinformation, conspiracy theory. Uh, we saw a video uh, last week in one of our programs where this has been something that's been going on since uh, the the program we showed was back in the 60s. It was a black and white video where they showed this is what they do. It's a smear campaign. I've even heard Nancy Pelosi make the same statement. That's what they do to their opponents. They begin to smear them and then get the media smearing them too. And before you know it, even if it's a lie, if you tell a lie enough times, It'll be believed if enough people are saying it. And so this is this guy gets interrupted. They're told we can't hear the video or the audio. The audio's bad. You just heard the audio. 
the same people heard the same audio and they're trying to say, hey, the audio's bad. I'm sure that's a great question you're asking. But here's another thing. The guy begins to stumble over his words. And so a lot of times... Uh, well, the other guy said he's bringing up disinformation. So he heard him enough to know what to know he was that talking much. about. Absolutely. And so we also have a clip of Klaus Schwab, who the man was uh, quoting, and and they say it's disinformation. Well, let's hear what Klaus Schwab has to say. This is what he actually said. This is what he actually said in the interview uh, that he was having at the college campus we talked about earlier. So let's see that. What we are very proud of now is the young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, Brazil, of uh, Argentina and so on, so that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, rece- at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau and I know that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are for our actually young global leaders of the world form. So right there, like I said, in his own words, in his own words and his own voice there, he said, I know that half of his cabinet, he brags, half of Trudeau's cabinet, or even more than half of his cabinet, are actually young global leaders in the world economic forum. So they've penetrated at least half and maybe more of their political cabinet there in Canada. So is that disinformation? That would be the question. Well, I would pose the question, is the Great Reset a conspiracy theory? We're just a few paragraphs into this article and what's happening in the world. So is it really a conspiracy theory? And frankly, the answer is quite clear because we have these world leaders saying... Um, the Great Reset is coming, and then they propose what's happening and refer to something that is occurring and say, this is the Great Reset. And so uh, the Great Reset is certainly not a conspiracy theory. And again, the Bible does tell us that this world government system is going to be in place. And so um, is the Great Reset a conspiracy theory? We'd love to hear your thoughts. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to have you on to hear your question or comment regarding this. Doug, the article goes on to say that in a 2017 panel discussion captured on video, Schwab said he is very proud of the young generation. This is what we just saw, right? Right. Is that accurate? Yep. Um, so his uh, young global leader school, which is German economist, journalist, and author, Ernst Wolf has brought to light was established in 1992 as the Global Leaders for Tomorrow's for Tomorrow School, reestablished as Young Global Leaders in 2004. That's this school that they've all gone through. Right. Um, members of the first class in 1992 include. You ready for this? Former German Chancellor mm-hmm. Angela Merkel. Yes. Future French President Nicolas Sarkozy and future British Prime Minister Tony Blair. I guess back then it was... Yeah, they would be yes, eventually. Okay. So they came out of this school, and it's a school of thought. We've heard, if you go back and you research that video, I don't know if you can even still find the full video. It was quite a lengthy video, but he talks about what they teach in this uh, school, and, and what they want you to understand is that the time for uh, nationalism 
is is done. And and now it's very much a time of a global thinking, a global mindset. And that's why we've seen so many of our leaders since 1992 come uh, into power and begin to speak more and more about the new world order. Uh, that's what they were calling it before they called it the Great Reset. It is now time for them to put in place their new world order in full uh, force. And that's what the new King Charles was talking about in the video we talked about where he said there needs to be military power to be able to back this up. Why do you need military power? So that you can force people to do what you want them to do. And they're trying to force us into this great reset. Uh, and we've seen it be set up for, for quite a while. Doug, Cindy on Facebook wants to know why can't Klaus Schwab be the Antichrist? Well, for right now, uh, one of the reasons why I think he's not is because he's not really a political leader. Yes, he's involved in the WEF, which is a uh, one of those tentacles of the UN, uh, and he's very much one of the elites. But he is not, at this point, in a place where he has risen to power to be a politician or to be in control of things. He, I think he would rather be the puppet master uh, behind the people that he puts in place that are the politicians. Well, but that sounds like somebody that's in control of things, a puppet master. Yeah, there's a lot of people back there that are pulling strings, I True. guarantee it. Because the Bible says that the root of all evil is the love of money. And that's what drives a lot of this is the love of money. Uh, you know, I mean, we've seen this happen more and more, uh, not even with just politicians, but with organizations uh, during the COVID pandemic. Some of the places that they allowed to stay open uh, had to do with their stockholder program and uh, and companies that were on board with the global reset, the world agenda. And uh, we saw places like Lowe's, Walmart, Home Depot, those type of places were allowed to stay open. But we saw mom and pop shops that, you know, had home uh, hardware stores and things like that. They were forced to close their doors. And some of them now have permanently been closed. But there were branches that the uh, world leaders made agreements with that allowed these certain places to stay open because they played ball with the agenda that was going on at the time. Uh, And so I can remember going to Walmart and having to line up, make sure you had a mask on, and they had only let a few people in the store at a time. Doug, some of the other graduates include Canada's Trudeau, New Zealand's Prime Minister, the French President Emmanuel Macron, Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom of California, Mm -hmm. and more. We'll talk a little bit about this and more. Plus, King Charles is in the mix as well. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Give us a call, 877-N-TIME. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? 
Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. You're listening to an End of the Age replay. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME. 877-363-8463. Is the Great Reset a conspiracy theory? That's the question being answered today, we hope. And so we're talking about a story that involves uh, a Canadian politician being called out as a conspiracy theorist. We're specifically talking about right now the school that Klaus Schwab has started with the World Economic Forum, um, or at least in alignment with it. And just before the break, we were talking about the different graduates, one including um, Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom of California, also Jay Inslee of Washington. They're both graduates. And uh, Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Those are just a few that have graduated. Yeah, and if we look at um, Governor Newsom's uh, policies and some of the things that he's pushing there in California, you can see that he's very much in line with the WEF and their thinking because one of the things that he's saying is that by, uh, I think, uh, 2025, he wants banks to stop giving loans for fossil fuel vehicles. They want to move all to electronic or electric vehicles uh, right now, I don't believe in California, I may be incorrect on this, but I think right now you can't even buy gas-powered lawn equipment. Like there's no uh, weed eaters or lawnmowers that run on gas anymore. They're all electric or uh, they run on uh, battery-charged uh, you know, units. So, uh, And they're terrible. I, I wouldn't know. I would. I bought, I bought a weed eater and a blower. Mm-hmm. Battery powered because yeah. of the deal. You know, I like deals. Yeah. And I took it back because it was a terrible it's deal. It's not very good. <laughs> well, um, you know, I wasn't able to finish the job, and so I thought, yeah. this battery is dead already. That appears to be a, a running thing with the, the battery powered uh, vehicles as well because people have tried to pull trailers with battery or with the electric vehicles and run out of battery before they can even get halfway through their destination pulling something or towing something. Uh, others I've seen that batteries have malfunctioned and it costs a third of the cost of the car to replace the battery and it's just really kind of ridiculous. But There's a viral video about a Tesla running out of gas yeah. and they're like, how's that happen? And they pop the trunk and there's a generator in there that charges their Tesla and the generator's out of gas. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so interesting yeah it is. is and, out. and so we're watching California be very much uh, in line with the with the World Economic Forum. And it's just interesting as we see these world leaders and the idealism behind this and how they're trying to push this even in a country uh, where, you know, we're not going to give up 
certain things. I know a lot of people that are not going to give up their gas-fired vehicles. They would have to just stop selling gas, and I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. But we'll just have to watch and see. But one of the interesting things, too, Vince, uh, the, the next part here that I was wanting to show is I wanted to show the new King Charles. He's not... He's formerly known as Prince. Well, and we need to tell everybody, this video, they need to see this video. So yeah. hit share, yeah, comment, share this hit video. the heart icon. Now's Absolutely. the time to share this video. If you haven't done it already, or if you have done it already, hit share again. We think everyone in the world needs to see this video. King Charles is a very popular topic right now, Doug. Yeah. And uh, they need to know some of these the things that he has said, like what's going to be in this video. Well, not only that, Vince, but this this article's been taken off the internet. Uh, you you were able to find it through some other channels and kind of track it down. But if if a person went to find this article right now on the website where I got the article yesterday, the article's been removed. All the video links have been removed. The video links we're showing you today are directly connected to this article and they've taken everything down. Anytime that things are being exposed, they're going to try to stop it. from. So you need to share this with your friends because they're trying to stop this information from getting out. So King Charles has been friends with Klaus Schwab for a very long time. And the video I'm about to show you, there are some that say that this was actually Prince Charles's video too the WEF, explaining that there needs to be a Great Reset, as if it was his idea. So that's some of the talk, some of the chat going on is that... Is he the Antichrist? Oh, we did talk about that already. We did talk about that, and he could be, but let's roll (laughs) this video and listen to what he has to say. It's very interesting. We have a golden opportunity to seize something good from this crisis. Its unprecedented shockwaves may well make people more receptive to big visions of change and global crises like pandemics and climate change know no borders and highlight just how interdependent we are as one people sharing one planet. Over the past month or so, despite the ongoing crisis, I've been encouraged to see the growing calls for a green recovery. We we need only look to the United Nations Secretary General, to the IMF, uh, the EU, the Petersburg Climate Dialogue, the Canadian government, the COP26 universities network, and business leaders around the world to see this. And as we move from rescue to recovery, therefore, we have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. So we must use all the levers we have at our disposal, knowing that each and every one of us has a vital role to play. Everything I have tried to do and urge over the past 50 years has been done with our children and grandchildren in mind. So I can only encourage us all to think big and act now. Okay, so... There you go. He's he's actually talking about the pandemic. He's talking about global warming. He's talking about the opportunity right now to act while we have crises. So I just want to mention something because it was asked a while ago in the chat on, on our Facebook chat. Someone asked about there being a German, uh, he was a parliament member, that mentioned that September 24th of 2022 would be a, a 
day and time where you would not forget what you were doing on that day. It's 11 like, days from now. Yeah, like something big was coming, okay? Now, I don't know that something big's coming. I did a little bit of research on this because I'd never heard of it until this morning. I had several people reach out to me today through email asking me if I'd heard it. So I began to research, Vince. What I found out is they, they said that if you go on and you listen to the rest of this gentleman's speech, that he was talking about the crisis that's going on in the Ukraine right now with Russia invading the Ukraine. And they said what he meant to say was possibly February 24th of 2022 is a day that no one will forget where they were. And he accidentally said September uh, because we're in the month of September. But September, February doesn't sound anything alike. Uh, I don't remember what I was doing on the day that Russia invaded Ukraine. I, I don't remember. I do remember what I was doing the day when the planes hit the towers uh, you know, on 9-11. Yeah. I remember specifically watching that and seeing all that. So is he talking about a future event? We're going to know in a few days, I guess. But are they trying to create another crisis uh, to cause us to go into a, another lockdown or a different situation? Uh, are they thinking of trying to do something? I don't know. That's, that's those things that we just don't know. What we know in the Bible is that there's a war coming that's going to kill one-third of mankind. That's the Six Trumpet War that we talk about a lot on this program. We know that there's a lot of chaos going on in that area right now. And we know that there's going to be a peace treaty that is going to uh, start the final seven years. Maybe he has information on one of those two events. I don't know. But we'll just have to wait and see. When we get to September 24th, we've had other uh, people try to say that certain things were going to happen on September 24th. Uh, you know, there's been so many different times where we've heard that planets align just perfectly and there's going to be a red moon this time and something's going to happen. And people like to type to the rapture and things like that. We know from Scripture that we've always been able to debunk those things. So I don't know what this guy's talking about. I don't know if he just had a slip of words or if he really meant September 24th. But I guess we'll find out in a few days. How much sleep are you losing over it between now and then? I am not going to lose one bit of sleep. Are you incur- are you inciting fear? No, just wanting to answer your questions and try to get you to understand that, yes, they do use crisis to push their agenda forward, but is this going to be some crisis coming up? We don't know, but I'm not going to lose an ounce of sleep about it. I'm not going to be in fear about it. I'm uh, not going to worry about it because I know the one who holds tomorrow, so I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, the Lord Jesus is the one that's in control. We know certain things have to fall in line. Certain things are not in line yet. Could they start at any time? Absolutely. We could see things begin to happen. And when we come to this desk and we begin to tell you certain things have happened, we're not going to come to you in fear and try to scare you to death. We're going to come in faith and we're going to be excited about it and we're going to tell you why we're excited about it and we're going to help you understand how you cannot be uh, scared and be afraid. I mean, we try to tell you that every day, but we definitely uh, will be uh, speaking with a little bit more urgency, I guess, when those things begin to develop. So So King Charles, he's known Schwab since the foundation of the WEF. Mm -hmm. He's a big advocate of the Great Reset Plan. Um, He stated that they can fundamentally transform the world's free enterprise-based economies to address the climate crisis. I can't remember how much money you said, but I think it was trillions of dollars. Trillions of dollars, yes. 
that's a little outside of my ability to even <laughs> grasp, but right. okay. Yeah. Um, and then he's he did a podcast with Schwab, and he said that the um, the Great Reset and let's see, uh, Charles Schwab or no King Charles touted the Great Reset and advocated radical economy economy killing measures such as carbon pricing of goods and net zero emissions. And during a speech at the UN COP26 summit in November 2021, King Charles said the scale and scope of the threat we face call for a global systems level solution based on radically transforming our current fossil fuel based economy to one that is genuinely renewable and sustainable. We need a vast military style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector with, here it is, with trillions at its disposable, far beyond global GDP and the great respect beyond even the governments of the world's leaders. And he addressed the WEF in 2020, declaring the world's leaders must rapidly realign our own economy to mimic nature's economy and work in harmony with it. So, so think about uh, what we've talked about that's going on in the Netherlands with the farmers there. And, and what he said up there about the uh, carbon pricing, this is what's happening there, Vince. They're, they're uh, penalizing these farmers so much because they are raising cattle. They're one of the largest producers of the meat that we have. Uh, they're one of the largest producers of milk and, and other uh, farm uh, items like vegetables and things like that but the deal is is with all those cows and everything they're saying that they're causing green gas or carbon gases that are destroying their green planet so there's a scripture in romans chapter one that kind of tells us that this is going to be the way people are thinking toward the end time there i believe in romans chapter one uh it's, it tells us that they changed the truth of God into a lie and they worshiped and served the creature more than the creator. So it, it lets us know that this is their mindset. They are beginning to worship the earth more than God himself. And, and that's no new thing. We talked about it a lot yesterday because we talked about the earth charter and how they had the box that looked like the Ark of the Covenant and it was uh, the elements of the earth around there. And so we're, we're just watching prophecy come to pass more and more every day with these things. All right. We will cover more of this story on the other side of the break. We'll also get to calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. 
Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. You're listening to an End of the Age replay. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Don't forget, you can go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com. On both of those websites, there are thousands of hours of content available for totally free. In fact, this show is brought to you totally free. Every single weekday, we're on the radio nationally on dozens of stations around the U.S., and I believe even a few that are outside of the U.S., We're also on television every week, and of course we stream live every weekday and do a number of other things like prophecy conferences and such that are totally free, and that's only made possible because of generous partners like you. You can go to endtime.com slash give to help continue to make this show totally free every single weekday. Uh, So go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com, and you can watch uh, hours and hours of content and read as many articles until your heart's content. There's tons of stuff on there available to you. We want to make sure that you are prepared for these end times in a number of ways, and so that's one of the ways that we do it. Doug, we're talking about, is the Great Reset a conspiracy theory? And there's a particular story where a Canadian politician was um, accused of spreading misinformation because uh, he simply asked the question about why Klaus Schwab proclaimed that Trudeau and more than half of the cabinet has been essentially through his school and mm-hmm. that they've penetrated the government. There is, I think, the exact words that Schwab used. And so uh, that was questioned. And so we're going through this article that has now been removed from the Jewish voice. We have no idea why. I'm not trying to suggest anything, but it's just gone now. But thankfully you grabbed it yesterday. So. Right. Um, we're still sharing the information because much of it is very, very accurate, and we've been talking about it uh, on Into the Age for, I mean, when did you talk about Klaus Schwab the first time? It seems like 18 months ago or more. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, um, so, yeah, we just wanted to make sure that people are aware of what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And this article transitions into the Pope. We were just talking about King Charles, shared some information about him, and then it starts talking about the Pope. It says Pope Francis called for a new world order. We were talking about government officials and religious leaders being in cahoots, essentially, uh, sharing the same type of messaging and pushing the same agendas. And now we see the most recognizable religious leader in the world coming out and saying, it's time for a new world order. And he put it in his book called God and the World to Come. Yeah, There's going to be a new world order in the world to come. Now... Honestly, I believe that. We've talked about this. The real great reset that's coming is going to happen when Jesus returns and establishes kingdom here on earth. And we want everyone to be a part of that. Again, you're not going to be part of it if you're not reborn. So go to endtime.com slash reborn and learn what that's about. They call it in the Bible being transformed, being born again. It's something that happens. It's uh, total life transforming. And so uh, Jesus is going to come and establish a great reset, Doug, but... The Pope wasn't specifically talking about that because he's pushing pushing this agenda that the world government leaders are pushing as well. Mm-hmm. And so it looks a lot more like what what the Bible says is coming, just that the Antichrist will rule. Right. And and so, you know, like yesterday we talked about the fact that we know there's going to be a political leader called the Antichrist and he's going to have a partner called the false prophet. That man's going to be a, a religious person 
probably the most recognized uh, religious figure on the planet, and he is going to be in cahoots with that world government and with the leader. We know that because of Revelation 17 depicts uh, the woman riding on this red scarlet beast. And we also know that because of that, that it's going to be whoever is in the office of the Pope because that woman is described in Revelation 17 and all of the clues that's describing the woman point back to the Vatican and Rome specifically. So we're not saying that all people that are in the Catholic Church are evil and bad. That's not what we're saying at all. We're saying that that leader of the Roman Catholic Church, the, whoever holds the office of the Pope, at the time that the Antichrist is revealed, when he stands in the temple proclaiming that he's God, this guy will be the false prophet. He'll point to that uh, Antichrist and declare to everyone, this is your Messiah, this is your God. And so uh, it says that he causes the whole world to wonder after the beast. So, anyway, back to your article there. I'm sorry, I just wanted to explain why this is important that it's connecting with world government. This is an amazing article, and I, I hope that people can find it out there. Well, the Pope described the new order as a shift from financial speculation, fossil fuels, and military buildup to a green economy based on inclusiveness. In November 2018, the uh, WND reported progressive filmmaker Michael Moore claimed Pope Francis told him capitalism is a sin and urged Moore to continue making his left-leaning documentaries. Could you just say that one more time, Vince? Which part? That, the part that's in yellow right there that I highlighted for you. <laughs> capitalism is a sin? Yeah. And that was reportedly... That one jumped out at me like crazy, and I'm like, we've got to stop and talk about that. <laughs> well, Michael Moore claimed Pope Francis said that, so apparently yeah, well, we don't have it on record from Pope Francis, but we have a lot of other things that he says that would not make that unbelievable. Yeah, I, I totally believe that the Pope said that because he's talked about wealth redistribution a lot and he talks about it in his book when he talks about uh, the new world order uh, to come. He's talking about uh, wealth redistribution which is basically socialism and that goes back to that Revelation 17 that we were talking about. The beast is red. Red is the color of communism socialism. It's that color beast that he's writing. It's that one world government beast that the church is writing its back on. And this pope is not only involved in this and, and talking about the new world order. He's wrote a paper that a lot of people have tried to say, oh, well, the this article that he wrote, it's going to be a seven-year plan. And they believe that that's what starts the final seven years. There's even a, a prophecy program that teaches that that encyclical that the Pope wrote uh, is a seven-year deal. And that's, that's the, the deal that we're looking for for Daniel's 70th week, even though that's not what we believe because we see in Daniel 9.27 that it is, uh, that is a covenant that it, two people were making there. It's a peace agreement. It's not something that the Pope is doing there that goes along with the Green Deal of the New World Order and the WEF and all the, their agenda. So all this is proving to us is that this Pope is very much into New World Order and he's helping fulfill that prophecy of the office of the Pope being the false prophet that's going to cause the world to wonder after the beast. That's, what, that's basically what he's doing when he's calling for a new world order. 
in a book and telling everybody we've got to have a global government that governs over everyone because people can't govern themselves. They need a government to rule over them. And that's basically what, if you look back in history, the Holy Roman Empire, that's what it was. We're just watching the devil try to set up a reborn Holy Roman Empire here, folks. That's a big thing when you're looking at Prince Charles talking about how, well, King Charles now, talking about how we need a crisis that's going to develop, that we're going to push our agenda forward. Then you've got the Pope saying that we need this as well. And Doug, this reshape in the world couldn't have happened before the COVID pandemic. Right. We've got a video yeah. that's going to take up much of the rest of the time, but we think it's important that we do this, so we better get to it right now. Yeah, right? and watch the subliminal messages in it, okay? All right, let's go to it. The pandemic has radically changed the world as we know it. And the actions we take today as we work to recover will define our generation. Now is the time to think what history would say about this crisis. 2020 has been challenging on a lot of levels, as economic, environmental and societal frailties have been laid bare. But it's also proved that when we need to, we can act rapidly and restructure our lives. Recovery from the pandemic is an opportunity. We can see rays of hope in the form of a vaccine, but there is no vaccine for the planet. Nature needs a bailout. You don't want to go back to the status quo that you had before simply because it was the status quo that got us here. With everything falling apart, we can reshape the world in ways we couldn't before. Ways that better address so many of the challenges we face. And that's why so many are calling for a great reset. A great reset? That sounds more like buzzword bingo masking some nefarious plan for world domination. Hands up, this kind of slogan hasn't gone down well. But all we really want to say is that we all have an opportunity to build a better world. And it's not surprising that people who've been disenfranchised by a broken system and pushed even further by the pandemic will suspect global leaders of conspiracy. But the world's not that simple. Every one of us has differing priorities, values, and ideas. That's part of why solutions are so hard to come by. And why we all need to be involved in the decision-making. Because whether it's politicians, CEOs, academics, activists, or you, we're all about getting people together, even those you may not like, to sit down at the table and develop solutions that work for all of us. But... Very enormous trust between the private sector and the public sector for this to actually work. That trust is hard to come by. It's time for people to work together, listen to each other and build this trust so we can move towards a better world. And we really need one. Because while the pandemic affects us all, it's clear it affects some more than others. The first people who are hit are the people at the front, those who are vulnerable. It is those on the front line who take it first. And that is simply unacceptable. See, at the start of 2020, 1% of the world's population owned 44% of the wealth. And since the start of the pandemic, billionaires have increased theirs by more than 25%, whilst 150 million people fell back into extreme poverty. And with climate change set to dwarf the damage caused by the pandemic, the message from 2020 should be abundantly clear. Capitalism, as we know it, is dead. 
This obsession that we have had with maximizing profits for shareholders alone has led to incredible inequality and a planetary emergency. But no one can do this alone. And top-down approaches won't get us anywhere. Because everything we've learned in our work has shown us that diverse voices lead to better results. And it's for these reasons that the forum talks about something called stakeholder capitalism, which would shift businesses away from just profit. Because if we want to change where the focus of our recovery will go, then we need a new dashboard for the new economy. And that needs to encompass people, planet, prosperity and institutions. Giving people a real stake in the economy and putting well-being before growth. And that's all about getting the right people in the right place at the right time. We must rebuild our relationship with nature for the survival of the peoples and our planet. We have a window of time which is closing and we need everybody who cares to get together and find solutions now. It's the people who have great ideas and who share them with others. They're the ones who are shaping the future. So if you want to be a part of the change, then tune in, turn on and get involved. Follow the Davos Agenda right here, online, on YouTube. The what agenda, Doug? <laughs> the Davos Agenda. That accent sounded like it was something else. Yeah, the devil's, uh, the devil's agenda, huh? It sounds like the devil's agenda, but yes, you're right. Uh, the Davos Agenda. But there, these videos we brought to you today, these are... Uh, WEF videos that we brought from their website. These are their own words. So you saw things in there like obey subliminally. I hope you saw that. With the glasses, you see the word obey. That's It says we just want you to obey. It's all about control, Vince, and that's what this new world order is going to be. It's going to be controlling you. You won't have any freedoms. Is the Great Reset a conspiracy theory? No, sir, it is not. Sure doesn't look that way, and the Bible says it's not. And so hopefully we've helped shine some light on some of that. We'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget to go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.